0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Do we need to have another convo about you being on
2: your phone at work?
3: I was just seeing what time it is.
2: Oh, okay. I'll tell you what time it is. It's work time.
4: If you don't mind. I would begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going.
5: One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V.I.G.
6: Ah! My grandpa said, grande.
3: Ariana Grandy? So should we all be saying grandy?
7: Ariana Grandy? Well, my brother kind of changed it to Grande because, like, Grandy was kinda like, I guess Americanized version of it, you know? Ariana Grandy? And my grandpa, but I think of him and I and I grew up saying Grandy and I think of my grandpa and I wish I said Grandy
8: more. Ariana Grandy? 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 Grandy.
5: Well the sign says that it's four quarters for an hour, but. A quarter only gets you 15 minutes. So if my math is correct, that's not an hour.
4: Not but hour. it is.
5: <laughs>
8: and now, two handsome fugitives on the run. We don't even have
4: to learn Spanish. We'll just speak English louder. Our feature presentation.
8: Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Thursday morning, the 6th of September. That was quite a sigh, Allie.
9: That uh, that still screws me up.
2: <laughs> what, the math thing?
9: Yeah, that 25 isn't the quarter it Wait, is,
2: you think 25, 25 minutes should, is be a, a, should be a quarter of an hour, you mean? 25 yeah. is a quarter of a hundred, right. but that's not an Whatever hour. Whatever
9: the math question was that you asked me, okay. I still stand by my answer.
2: Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because when it comes to it's a good clock, choice. as mm-hmm. Kevin points out, it's, it's 60, not right. 100. And that's why a quarter is 15. But that guy was just confused. But he sure sounded like he thought he was right. Yeah, I support him. male you. <laughs> I support him and I'd like to meet him. <laughs> Um, it's uh, oh, you got to say your thing first. I did. Oh, you already said your thing, yeah. Oh, what Our drugs am th- I, are I on new Kevin and September six. We don't know, you tell us. She did all of that, okay. All right, guys. Um, I don't know if it's because of Allie and Chip being out on football this year, but I am feeling less enthusiasm for the start of the NFL season tonight than I normally do. Usually, I am. Huh. way pumped about the first game. Now it could just be that it's the Eagles and I really hate them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But it could be that there's a feeling that the NFL is losing a losing a place in our hearts.
9: Don't let my attitude towards the NFL affect yours. Right.
2: At all. But I mean, I think part of what has been fun in past seasons is everybody talking about the, the games off the air and mm-hmm. Ras and Allie about her awful Patriots who are the best team ever <laughs> and what a horrible season they may have. <laughs> right. She's and Sally said things. I, I, oh, I'm not feeling good about this team as they go to yet another Super Bowl. But I'm saying that I feel like that the uh, the ha- half of what's fun about football besides the love of the game is the camaraderie. The mm-hmm. the thing that everybody in your group is kind of into. Do you, you know think I mean? that this
8: has anything to do with the fact that, that the Seahawks didn't hand off the ball to Marshawn? <laughs>
7: It's just catching
8: up to Do <laughs> You think that's just sort of <laughs> finally hitting you from five years ago? Yes. No.
2: I don't think that's going to do it. Aww. Although I, uh, I fully expect, and I think this is a healthy attitude to have, I fully expect uh, the Seahawks to not make the playoffs again this year. I think there's very little chance that they will. I mean, it's a complete, they've lost every single player except Russell and Earl Thomas since the Super Bowl years. Mm. So I, I don't, I'm not looking for anything out of my Seahawks. I just hope they don't embarrass themselves. But I don't know what it is. I mean, football is back tonight. I know. It's awesome. And are you still feeling awesome tonight? Yes. Because I'm kind of not.
9: Is it because it's hot out where you are? I know that's dumb, but sometimes if it's super hot... Let's hear her out. And you're looking forward to football, which Mm -hmm. to me means fall and, Mm. yeah, rah, rah. Sometimes when it's super hot, you're Mm -hmm. like, "Eh, it's not really starting yet. Right. Go on. That makes no sense? No, it makes 100% sense.
2: Okay. Yeah, but who thinks... No. Football t- uh, is football to me. Right. Football it totally seems great. makes sense. What Ali is saying is it doesn't feel like a, it doesn't feel like fall and football right. equals fall. In but month, I in don't winter.
9: think football equals fall life. to you me. You don't? No. Oh, to me, yeah. If you went to school at a big football school on the East Coast. Right. Anywhere mm-hmm. else but L.A. where it's 90 until, you know, December. Right. <laughs> I think you just, like that change in weather means football. All right.
2: And I'm going to back up Allie's play by also saying if you've ever vacationed over Christmas time and you've gone to, like, Hawaii or something like that, feels a little bit less like Christmas. I agree. Because you're in freaking Hawaii. You yeah. know what I mean? And especially if you're somebody who grew up with Christmas being in the wintertime and having it be cold out. I don't know any of you anymore.
9: <laughs> Weather <laughs> well, really affects us, Kevin.
2: <laughs> you grew up in Arizona and then moved to California. So, True. I you mean, I guess you haven't, you've had no experience with the change of seasons. Sunny in 70 is crazy winter yeah <laughs> for you <were> me, freezing <laughs> i don't know what it is and i think part of it is for the same reasons that ali and chip are out is i feel like i have been disappointed in the nfl and the way they have handled things mm-hmm. over the over the summer you know they didn't make the league better that's right sure. yeah they had the, a lot of opportunities to do the right thing in certain cases or to say the right thing and i feel like they didn't and a lot of the complaints that people have had over the years and you know it's it's honestly it's harder and harder to get past that cte thing too i mean that yeah weighs on no pun intended weighs on my mind too when i think about those young men who are getting voluntarily they're playing a the game because they want to and they love it but a, bun- a bunch of those people you see on your tv tonight are going to be are going to end up with very serious brain injuries well with that attitude yeah <laughs> and and that's a little bit depressing you know that, to me, that's like watching, you know, bare knuckle fighting or something. It's oh, just, great! Seems, right? It seems a little bit too uh, violent now. I, feel I don't like know. Bean's
9: talking himself out of the right? NFL. let stop rambling Listen. now, and I we'll apologize. We'll stop
2: rambling. I know, but sometimes, look, look, look. look sometimes, look, here's my, okay, look. But look is a good point. Right. Sometimes you don't know how you feel until you until you say it out loud, until you start talking about it. Mm-hmm. Or in some cases, some people don't know how they feel until they write it down. I'm just running it through in my mm-hmm. head, and I'm thinking, why am I less excited that I should be about the start of the football season? That's all. Because okay. the Seahawks are going to suck. It's right. not It's not that. You said that. No, I said the Seahawks are going to suck. That's not why I'm not excited about the football. I mean, I anticipate that ahead of time, so it's not like I've got my hopes up okay. you know, for that. I'm just saying there's all the other factors that are making me— Now, tonight's game could be fantastic, and I could be back in, and I could mm-hmm. be going, oh, have I missed this? But right as of right now, I'm just not feeling great about it. Wow. You guys are a bummer. But there's you and there's the king. The king is all in. His Falcons are playing the Eagles tonight, so he's all in. All right. So there's two of us where there used to be ten. <laughs> right? <laughs> Allie, you, you guys have no are a team. Bummer. You have no team this year.
9: I don't. Yeah, I made. Mean, I've been kind of every year thinking more and more like, why am I giving these people my money and my attention? And I think it was god six months ago i was like you know what between the cte the way they've handled everything when it comes to the kneeling kowtowing to people that have no impact at all on what they do on a daily basis the treatment of women by players that are then oh i don't know maybe you get a game off for a beating the crap out of your wife mm-hmm. and a guy smokes some weed he gets four games off i was like they don't care about women they don't really even care about their players i've always known it's all about the money anyway yeah, i was gonna say
8: that hasn't changed at but all but it's gotten but it, worse but it, okay. should, it, it is change. it has gotten
9: I, worse in the past few years but i
8: feel like and don't jump on me too hard on this but i feel like if you demand mm-hmm. that the sport handle everything perfectly everything's out
1: you, oh, absolutely. you can't enjoy any
9: sport. I couldn't ask for them to handle it perfectly. I'd ask for them to handle it better.
10: Yes, and they've the the right consistently
9: direction. handled it worse and worse and worse. And, and it makes no of, sense to and, me. So
2: and Here's part of why I, I, Ali is absolutely right on this is because I feel like as a society, we are getting better in other areas like Me Too, for instance. We are starting to hold people accountable for their bad behavior. And it seems like in the NFL, they're not doing that. They're not even doing the bare minimum that the rest of the industries are doing now. You know what I mean? They're slipping. Yeah. So. I I feel I feel a lot of the a lot of the same things.
9: They're gonna be fine without me. Oh shit. Sure. I have a feeling they'll bounce <laughs> right back. Um but for me, I mean <laughs> I just I don't want to pay to go to a game. I don't want to pay to get a service so I can see the Patriots. I just no. I think but Muggs talk-
8: has the answer though. Muggs just typed up on the screen. Uh-huh. F C T E I'm in.
9: Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean I think that speaks so he's volumes. Taking,
2: he's taking that into okay. account. All right. And all good. go Plus, I was up so late burning my uh, Seahawks jerseys last mm, night because right? Nike made them yeah. and that's exhausting. You might have
9: just, smoke inhalation. No I, one knows. That may be
2: what it is. It yeah. just, it seems like a lot of work. So, but look, 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 if you're into <coughs> it, please enjoy. It. Oh, sure. That's, <coughs> that's the not, message I'm certainly
5: here. Not, I'm certainly You spent not
2: 20 minutes telling us how bad it was and you're I out and now that. you go, hey, if you're into it, go ahead. No, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to talk anybody out of it. I'm just telling you how I feel because I'm faced with now, today's the day. That's all. So I'm just getting it off my chest. Well, you're a terrible person. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about today's Kevin
8: and Bean Show, shall we?
2: What's really going on? And by the way, we are
8: whatever. Right. God, I love him. <laughs> RJ Bell is on the show today talking NFL.
2: <laughs> Yay. Very
8: excited about this. I'm <laughs> the only one now. Me and Muggs.
2: <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, at least that's a way to win money, whether you care about the game or not. You can at least make some dough off of it. Sure. Especially with RJ, right? was, With his picks. He's got room, a winning record on our show. Room full of bummers.
8: <laughs> people are dumb on the program today. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a feature called Hugging. What's
2: up?
1: <laughs> Is that like Apple's What's Up?
2: <laughs> pretty <Yeah>. much. <laughs> it's pretty much the same thing. By the way, people are still weighing in on the Apple. They cup. sure have no yeah. idea people had so many Apple feelings.
8: Same. Mm-hmm. Uh, get Upon This with Jensen Karp. Excellent. He's going to be here, and then he's going to tell us about the world's worst bachelor party.
9: Oh. And then we're
8: going to take calls about the world's worst bachelor party.
9: But to him, it was the best.
2: To him, it was, yes. Yeah. I'm yeah, saying... I want, re- I want to reserve judgment until I hear what the bachelor party was. Oh, I'm saying,
9: it was
8: awful. It was not, terrible. Yeah.
2: Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> so I'm saying if
8: you're a friend of his, mm-hmm. uh-huh. you're like, oh, my God. Right. This, How? Oh, this How? has to be a what? We have to go someplace else? Can there be any boobs? That's what you're asking him at some I point. mean... Nah. I mean, that's even, that's a thousand miles away from this one. Okay. He went to a pinball making company. I mean, come on. Okay. Who's enjoying that? I'm in. You. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Good. And uh, we're going to introduce you to Bean Ukulele Baxter (gasps) as well. He (laughs) sounds sounds, great. Which is all I care about (laughs) on today's Kevin and Bean Show. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's
4: happening next. Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ. That means it's
9: Alley time. What's going on, guys? Were you terrified for Vanilla Ice yesterday?
2: I was not. I okay. don't know. Kind of had my money on the plane going down. All right.
9: I don't think the plane was going down mm. at any point. Here's the story, Kevin. A Emirates flight landed at JFK, and then people started looking out the window. They're like, "Why are there all these ambulances and fire engines? What is happening?" Turns out that a bunch of people on the flight got sick.
8: Oh, I heard that story. I didn't know, but little ice was involved. He
9: was on the plane. Oh, yes, our so, national treasure. So he tweeted. So I just landed from Dubai, and now there's like a ton of ambulances and fire trucks. Crazy. Apparently, there's over a hundred people sick on the bottom floor. So happy I'm up top. It's a double-decker plane 380, so you can't get sick if you are on the top. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't
2: humble know that.
9: Did not know that. Yeah, humble brag. Paid more to be on top, right? Well, now we know. By the way, uh, vanilla ice in,
2: du- <laughs> in mm-hmm. Dubai. That yeah. means there's some rich guy who's still paying him like fifty thousand dollars to come out and play his kid's party.
9: Oh, right? He wouldn't get on a plane for fifty thousand.
2: it it's it's really gotta crazy. be more. They did not offer him more than five.
9: Oh, I was gonna say
2: even more. <laughs> Maybe they
8: paid for his flight and then gave him like five grand.
2: But who's hiring Vanilla Ice to come play in 2018? I get it if it's part of a package, hey, we remember the 90s deal, you know what I mean? Right. Like you go see it with a bunch of other bands. And maybe that's Mm -hmm. what it was. Maybe it was a show like that. But it's just it's so funny that Vanilla Ice in 2018 is flying back and forth to Dubai, uh, presumably to perform.
9: Can he not just be flying there to visit the country?
2: No. He okay. No, it would Probably be ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's Probably. got a home improvement show on cable. Come on.
9: Well, here's um, one of my favorite things about this. By the way, it turned out um, 10 people were hospitalized. They think it was related to a flu outbreak in Saudi Arabia. But yeah, coughing fits, high fevers, oh. the whole thing. Not a good situation That's everyone's
8: fear on a plane.
9: Absolutely. Yeah, it's like, uh, what was that movie where... Cont- not contagion, was it? Snakes
8: on a plane. Snakes
9: on a plane. That was it. Yes, that's That's the fear. <laughs> yes. But I, I wound up tweeting um, Vanilla Ice was on the plane. If there was a problem, yo, he'll solve it. Making a, a dumb joke. But I have to say, some great responses to it. Okay. Including... Well, that's unless he goes around starts stabbing people, right, Kevin Ryder? <laughs> and I say to you, Ross Sizemore, come on now, kudos you. How does this come back to me? Hit it, Steve.
4: And now it's time for a moment
2: with Kevin.
8: <laughs> he got a little ice on the loose. He's got a knife, but he's running.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's going to stab people. because he, he going people? people? Hold on a sec. What's no. Kevin talking about? No. I don't know. No let's ice find ice. out. Let's <laughs> Let's get more.
3: <laughs> Why is Manali going to stab people? Nope.
9: No, he stole some stuff. He stole, he stole like a pool heater some. and a
3: couch and stuff out of a vacant <laughs> home. Talking about Kevin, <laughs> I was thinking of uh, was stabbing uh, Screech!
2: <laughs> you a were thinking, a of thinking of screech. You were confusing
9: right. Vanilla Ice. <laughs> Not even a singer.
8: With the guy from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> yes, I was. Yeah, that was.
3: That was a moment with Kevin. Come
8: on, those guys are basically equal in life, right?
9: Now, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, It just brought joy yeah, yesterday. And he included, of course, a, a gif of Screech, the guy that tweeted sure. it. It's was like, you win. I mean, I thought mine was pretty good. It was awful. <laughs> so, good stuff right there. Hey, when we come back in a little bit, um, hey, ladies, stop shoving those jade eggs up your hoo-ha. They're not doing anything. We'll discuss that coming up, right? 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 That sounds good. Yeah, it does. Some birthdays for you. From Pink Floyd, Roger Waters, Michael Winslow, who may be in another Police Academy movie if we're lucky, Idris Elba, Pippa Middleton, Foxy Brown, and Macy Gray. And that's what's happening.
4: The Kevin and Bean Show, world-famous K-Rock.
8: It's time for People Are Dumb. Dumb. A uh, guy swipes hearse. This is the headline, and I already have a problem with the headline. Guy swipes hearse gets unexpected passenger.
2: <laughs> hmm. Shouldn't you know? Right? Who could
8: it be? Is that unexpected for real? <laughs> no. Uh, police in central Mexico said they caught a man who made off with a hearse. The police department says on its Facebook page that the hearse had been ready to take a body of an 80-year-old man from a hospital in a neighboring uh, uh from a neighboring hospital to a funeral home. The 40-year-old man had admitted seeing the keys in the vehicle. Yeah. So he took it.
9: Why not? And
8: how hard is it to locate a hearse for the police? You mm-hmm. think? <laughs> They're driving around. <laughs> Apparently, neither guy was injured. Which also is a weird statement. <laughs> neither guy. Neither guy was injured. So the He's guy, the, de- so the dead, <sighs> the dead right. guy was just as dead as he was. Yes, but okay. not injured. Okay. But not injured. Okay, good. Not worse. Huh. He wasn't worse than dead. Right. A fish shop has been shut down after its owners were caught using googly eyes to make their stock look fresher. It's
2: my favorite story. You know those
8: fake little eyes, that they yes. little comedy eyes? Yes. They put them on the fish. How did
2: they think that was going to work?
8: I don't know, but they said they thought literally that people would think, oh, that's a much more fresh fish. Right, look
9: at the eyes. Look at
8: the eyes. Uh, Kuwait's Department of Commerce had shut down the shop, apparently after an attempt to use the novelty eyes to mislead customers. A day later, other fish shops in Kuwait have been getting in on the... Uh, Joke posting ads about selling fish without cosmetics. Mm.
9: Oh.
2: Those pictures are hilarious, though. Not
8: really are. But honestly, like they don't Mm-mm. look at all like real eyes. No.
2: So why would a shop owner go, it? I was surprised by the one that had the fake uh, glasses and mustache, too. I thought <laughs> that's, that's yeah. not going to make a fish look fresh.
9: <laughs> the monocle was overkill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a
8: uh, bungling burglar in Minnesota was nabbed after his pickup got stuck in a large pile of foul-smelling manure mm-hmm. during a getaway. When to and when you say his pickup, he was stealing a pickup. Ah. Matthew Bloomquist, 29, of Minnesota, was found standing on the side of the road smoking a cigarette, covered in manure from his waist to his feet when deputies <laughs> arrived. <laughs> he was wearing jean shorts. Long (laughs) underwear and no shoes, which they assume got stuck as he was trying to pull himself out. of. It's like like the quicksand of poop. Uh Correct. Exactly. Uh, The farmer called to report the overnight burglary, he said. And surprisingly, the pickup truck was still on his property. Huh. So the guy never got off his property because he got stuck in manure on the guy's property where he stole the truck. Yeah. So get out and leave it?
9: You'd think. Start walking in your poop suit.
8: Right.
2: (laughs) Why did this guy have so much manure, by
8: the way? He had a lot of manure. There was a lot of manure. I I assume it's because he had a lot of animals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I understand the way things work.
9: Yeah, you get farming.
8: (laughs) (laughs) Doctors baffled after a man gets a 23-inch sex toy stuck inside himself. Oh, Oh, the x-ray of this, you guys. Couldn't get it out. Doctors had to get creative after he was admitted to the hospital with a huge sex toy stuck in himself. Uh, one group of doctors have just been faced with the bizarre task of trying to get out the 23-inch sex toy, and they couldn't. They tried all of the other ways to get it out, right? and they couldn't get
9: it out. I mean, 23... What are you doing, sir? Right. What are you doing? Really? Come on now. 23... 23- I... I- I mean, that...
8: Whoa. Um, apparently, the doctors eventually failed to retrieve it, so they were forced to get creative, and they used a new method of, remover, of removal. They threaded a piece of wire through a catheter mm. to create a sort of noose.
9: Why, do then your, they,
2: why does your sex toy need to hit your heart? This is what I'm trying right? to figure out.
9: Why do they mean, hang the sex toy? I mean, this is The only way
8: they can get it out. Can you imagine? They also said the guy spent 24 hours trying to get it out before he went to the hospital. Of course, oh, sure of he did. course
1: he I'm did. Sure he Can did.
8: you imagine? Uh, because honestly, I can't imagine what you would try right. yourself to get it out. Oh,
9: at least, you've got to do baby oil. You've got to do like dishwashing liquid. That is an
2: ugly, ugly 24 hours.
9: That's what I'm saying.
2: You have to have an uncomfortable conversation with your mom, <laughs> right? Can Who you you're helping with.
9: I fell on it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what it was doing there, but I slipped.
8: So weird. So they had to invent a tool, basically, to pull this thing out. A different way of pulling it out than they ever have before.
2: I'm just glad it was an actual sex toy instead of some of these stories that we hear about, where it's like a light bulb or something like that that could really, you know, light bulbs aren't 23 inches. No, but that's what he was looking for. They have other hazards, but yeah, this guy needed something more. That is insane.
8: And finally, out of uh, China, pole dancing at Chinese nursery shocks parents. Hey, it's good exercise. A Chinese nursery uh, has come under fire. For having a pole dancer perform at its welcome ceremony. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. What? Parents and children were all invited to attend the opening ceremony <laughs> at the Shindahula, which I'm positive I said wrong, oh, kindergarten. I think it's right.
9: Yeah.
8: Uh, as part of the program, families were invited to watch a number of female performers perform in very skimpy clothing, including a pole dancer footage of the pole dancer has widely circulated online mm-hmm. and a lot of the parents were saying i i really would like to know what the headmaster was thinking mm-hmm. uh, about at the time and why he would do that um other parents said nursery children uh, need to learn knowledge but not too much knowledge
9: mm-hmm.
8: Mm-hmm. and i say is it ever too early to have knowledge right right That's according to According to the official broadcaster CCTV, the local uh, education bureau has since instructed the school to apologize, dismiss the school headmaster, and carry out an investigation into the incident. But leave the girls a good tip, right? <laughs> right, because they got to make a living.
9: Sure. You think all the dads showed up for that orientation?
8: Yep, every single one of them. And they were like, "No,
9: no, hey, hey, let's not
8: uh, protest too quickly. Let them earn a living, for God's right. sake." At a kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: that's... maybe that's not ideal. No, and that's
4: dumb. The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock.
2: Our producer Dave brought to our attention to an article that is really the most in-depth thing I have ever read about hugging. Apparently, science has been researching hugging a lot, and it turns out that there are lots of reasons why there are people like me who hate hugging, and reasons why lots of other people live for it. Okay before we get into the scientific part of it why do you think you hate hugging specifically Um, I don't like to be touched at all in any way I will shake hands. I am okay with shaking hands. But you're just okay with shaking hands? It bothers I'm, you a little? I would prefer not to. Wow. In fact, thank God for President Obama for the fist bump, because that has been an improvement. Um, i, I got to tell like,
8: you, at the previous uh, weenie roasts and mm-hmm. Acoustic Christmas, I tell everybody, go up and give Bean a hug. He loves he it. He
2: adores <laughs> that. you <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
2: But I, um, I mean, I don't like having my hair cut. 'Cause there's a person right there on you. I, I, what? I, in, in a million years I would never, ever, ever, ever have a massage. That's to me is the grossest thing I can imagine is having somebody touching me in that manner. Grossest thing you can imagine. Obviously, sex is way out. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're not
10: gonna get a massage.
2: And I didn't and I didn't know and I think that's I, I know we have a lot of ground to cut on this, but honestly, this article Uh, gets into people who weren't hugged as kids and they don't develop what's called the cuddle hormone it's a it's a it's a release of something called oxytocin it's probably not how you pronounce it Mm -hmm. and it's what little kids develop as they uh, spend a lot of physical time with their parents playing with them being in their laps being hugged being tucked in all of that sort of stuff listen to this kevin tell me if this sounds like this might be me Without this hormone, it can be harder for people to pick up on social cues. What? And even be more sociable. What? So hugging and touching are incredibly important for youngsters. So I don't know because I have no memory of my childhood. I don't know if maybe. I maybe just that's didn't... why you have no memory of your childhood. Maybe I didn't come from a hugging family, but when we brought this up off the air yesterday, for instance, Kevin, you and Allie were both saying you guys grew up with hugs, right? Yeah. I mean, that was just a regular part of your life, and you're much more sociable people than I am. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. So, but then, so I don't know. But I might have learned something about myself from this, uh, from this piece. But then Christine is here, our assistant producer, and she, hey, Christine. We, we were talking yes.
8: yesterday, and she said that she can't stand it either for the most part unless she knows them well.
7: Yeah, strangers is really the thing that really so makes me. I'm I'm uncomfortable talking about it right now. I think because I'm an incredibly affectionate person. Normally, Mm -hmm. it's just when I don't know you, and especially when it's guys, Mm -hmm. I it's like almost like they're just going in
2: for a squeeze, though, and you know it. (laughs) I think that's what she doesn't like. Yeah,
7: it's awful. I think also.
8: But you're also pretty short and you have short arms. So they have to get in close enough just to just to get anywhere near you. That's
7: why you do the safety hug, It's the hug on top with uh, room on the bottom. Yes, (laughs) the the safety
8: hug is the one that most people do. And that's the one that I always start doing. And occasionally it is very shocking. When
2: somebody doesn't do the safety, when hug. they
7: press themselves yes, up against that's you, that's really it's weird. Very odd, yeah. <laughs>
2: so, so Christine, you hug people that you're friends with, and yes. obviously family. You have no totally. problem with that. You just, uh, for understandable reasons, you just like to stay away from the from the strangers.
7: Yeah, it's mainly guys too. I think. Why of has course. the
2: bro hug become so popular in recent years? Until about five years ago, you never saw grown men hugging each other when they met at a dinner or something All
5: like right,
8: that. All right, let's ask Omar about this one, because okay. he's fine
5: with that, but he's uh-huh. not He's not good with hugging. Yeah, so it's so funny, Bean. Um, I'm on board with, like, the massage... I think massages are... I would never get one. I was really? speaking with Dave, and Dave's a hugger. Uh-huh. And he was telling me that, oh, the massage is... It's the, one of the best things ever. And I was like, there is no way in a billion years I would ever get one. And yeah. I come, you know, from you go upbringing... You mugs sometime. <laughs> mugs or Catherwood. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, exactly. Uh, comes with a happy ending, right? <laughs> um, so my mom, you know, definitely no hugging in my upbringing, right? Mm -hmm. Someone didn't
8: love you enough when you were little, did they?
5: Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, it's weird because unlike Christine, even people that I know I'm uncomfortable hugging. You're really? all cool yeah. with the bro hug, though. I'm cool with the bro hug if there's if there's like a some sort of so th- th- that's kind of like what I had to develop. Okay. So I'll even I'll even bro hug my mother in law, for instance. Okay. You know, or it, bro it's, it's, hug your mother in law. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> we'll put, sad or, or what I do is I'll, I'll just do the little side step and then just do the little side hug. That's and always that.
8: that's always uncomfortable because no one knows you're going for that. Yeah. Move. Everyone's
9: right. going different ways. Yeah. But they, like yeah. want to yeah. dance, but, and then but it's
5: weird. But, but but you know I don't like anybody kind of like you know know getting up all in my business and you know are they getting in your business they when are. they just hug you absolutely hmm. i just feel that's very intimate kind of thing that should be only you know between like and, and on the flip side me and my kids it's awesome yeah all every day oh, but that, that's awesome but and do you wife. think that's uh-huh.
8: do you think that's a direct response to your parents and how they treated you like <sighs> i'm not gonna be that way my kids are gonna be well adjusted. No,
5: because no. no, because I don't think about it. It just makes me feel good. Huh. Because I don't, I don't. Yeah, I'm not thinking about it. I, I don't think about it that way. It just makes me feel good.
2: And you know, it makes them feel good and feel loved too.
5: Yeah. So, uh, and you know, I'm not such a dick. So I'm not going to, you know, mm-hmm. straight Jerry Seinfeld somebody. You know what I mean? Say no. You know, it, 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 especially with this job, people. Really think they know you, you know, because you know right. we're, eight, we're we're in their ears twenty, you know, five days a week, so they have this personal connection. So, th- so I they think... hire you as a DJ, or yeah, and yeah. they or, feel or, like they or, know. Or it. wherever, you know, out in the wild, and they feel like you know, oh yeah, we could hug Omar because you know, hey, we know him on the radio, likable guy or whatever that you know, they their feelings are on me, you know. I and mean? I
8: didn't really know that this many people had problems with hugging,
2: Chip. Yeah. Chip, I didn't know people considered Omar a likable guy, right?
10: <laughs> Chip. No,
2: I'm cool with hugs. Cool with hugs. Okay. Guys, remember when we did a story last week about that lady in Australia who was a professional cuddler? Yes. And it's not the first time we've had this. I wonder if this is people who don't get hugs in their life that go and they're seeking something that they didn't get as kids.
8: Right, but let me ask you this question: Would you, or would Christine, or would not forget Omar? Uh, would you guys do the cuddling thing? Because I don't course think you not. Uh, yeah, no, no, that's no. what I'm saying. I don't think it helps people who have Mm-mm. this issue yeah, maybe because not. they no wouldn't way. do it. Even fully clothed, they wouldn't do it. What with a woman, though, I, Christine.
7: I think that uh, or is because. It just guys? because i'm so friendly people mm-hmm. assume that that is in like all encompassing but i'm also so awkward i'm like a super dorky awkward person and so if i don't know you being that like that in close proximity with somebody that you don't know makes me so uncomfortable it's too intimate. it's because i'm so dorky you know like it's i don't have the Ability to be intimate with somebody like that—that that I don't know yet.
2: Right. Hey, I get I get freaked out, and I have my own you know anxiety issues aside from hugging. But even sitting next to a person on an airplane is too intimate for me. What? I mean, that, to have a perfect stranger that close to me but for that touch? amount of time is ve- and, and, and is no very touching? difficult. But it's with ve- no touching, yeah, no hmm. touching, very difficult for me. hmm, hmm. That's why so, Bean buys out entire planes. Yeah, rich <laughs> Bean. travel, right? <laughs> All right, so what's our policy here? No hugging ever, right? No, I no. think that's no, That's unhealthy.
9: Yeah, I think you gauge, it, with, yeah. if gauge a, it. If it's a situation with strangers, obviously you don't want to hug them. Don't hug them. But some, sometimes this is what I do. When I meet someone and I I feel like I know them somehow, like mm-hmm. we've talked on like something, I'll look at them and I'll do a look and I'll be like, I'm a hugger. And it just gets the weirdness. You say that. Uh, yes, they say those words? I've done it here. Okay. Like I'm a hugger, and put your arms out, and then they have to. Do it's you guys? Awesome. That's not nice. it's it's
8: awesome. Awesome. Do you guys remember when we would have guests in, and I would go hug? Yes. And then a few of them didn't like it, and yeah. you guys started calling me names and stuff. We call yeah.
7: it the, the Kevin smother hug. Yes. Mm-hmm. And
8: at that point, I was like, "Oh no, I'm doing something completely wrong." So now I reach out my hand to shake the hand. Uh huh. And occasionally, like Kurt Sutter, right. Came in and he gave me a hug, sure. even though I was like, uh, he's like, no, don't not that. Let's do a hug. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, great. But I literally changed the way I do it because you guys oh, were mocking no. me. Yes, Sorry, Kevin. well, no, I don't want to make people uncomfortable. I just didn't know that this made anyone uncomfortable. Like I'm gonna hug Omar all the time,
4: all <laughs> the time,
9: same.
8: Twenty
4: four seven. I can't have a boner when you hug me though. <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay, good. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.
3: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/recommend today. Jensen Curb, welcome back, my friend.
11: Oh, hello Zoe Bain Chanel. It's very ukulele playing. <laughs> <laughs> Zoe um, Bain is my new favorite character. I like it.
2: Yeah. How are you, sir? I'm well. How are you guys? Every week at this time, Jensen comes in and introduces us to something new that we need to know about, and it's based on his very popular long-running podcast. We call it Get Up On This.
4: Get up, get on up
8: on
10: this. Get up, get on up on this. Get up, get on up on this. Get up, get on up on this.
11: this. Welcome. How come Omar can sing on tune for Jensen, but not for us? I bring out the best in him. Is that it? Yeah. I also think it would be funny if I was just like, get up on ukuleles, guys. It's the new hot trend. (laughs) (laughs) Only the cool guys are playing it right now.
8: Thank you. Jensen has a podcast called Get Up On This. And for a long time, you have been doing what?
11: I've been getting people up on uh, things that have not yet hit mainstream or things that you may have missed over the past few years. These are things that if you ran into me on the street and said, what's cool? Mm -hmm. I would answer you and I'd be right like 85% of the time. (laughs) That's not bad. I've only been wrong a few times.
8: Is this something that you have developed and realized that you're right? Everybody sort of has a guess of what's next and what's cool and what's good. Yeah, since childhood. I don't have that.
11: Yeah, well, since childhood, I think I've been in front of trends. Is that right? Yeah, like I was a big fan of the first Fuji's album, not the score. I was a fan of Nappy Heads and Mm -hmm. Mona Lisa and these songs they were releasing. So I got all the kids in school into it and they were like, I don't don't dig this. Then the score comes out (laughs) and Everybody loves and and them. You're like, like a la, la. And No right? one remembered that you told them. Well, Probably. No, I, I think I stuck it to them enough. <laughs> okay. Uh, now to now let me of, uh, yeah.
2: let me just take a wild uh, guess here because you never you never give us a hint as to what your topic is going to be. Correct. Are anonymous op-eds hot right now?
11: As the writer of the
2: op-ed, I think I'm going to
11: push the heat <laughs> off me. <Wow>. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's best no, I, not to admit it. Okay. Yeah. Best not to admit it. Uh, but this week, I'm very excited to get you up on a musician. Here's the thing about her. Uh, we're all Missy Elliott fans, right? Miss mm-hmm. yeah, Missy sure. Elliott was awesome. Problem is, Missy Elliott doesn't release a whole lot of music in 2018, let alone 2015. It's been a long time since we've had real new uh, Missy Elliott music. And when she did try it, uh, people didn't really run with it. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put right. out a single. Everyone's like, eh. But even if you don't like hip-hop, you like Missy Elliott because she sort of bends genres and finds herself in dance and hip-hop and uh, the boundaries are sort of limitless She does her.
8: mix a lot of stuff, yeah. That's That's right. just... And it comes off well.
11: There you go. Well, there is a new musician uh, out of Brooklyn who put out an album last year, but I feel like it still doesn't get the buzz that it deserves. La 47. Do you guys know about La Kale 47? Never heard of mm-hmm. no, it. sounds like, like a-
2: it should be banned. Is that a semi-automatic? Or? Well,
11: it also sounds like an AOL screen name. Uh, La <laughs> 47 at AOL.com. La <laughs> uh, Kale 47 is from Brooklyn. She's in her early to mid-20s, but wh- that's pretty much all we know about her for real. That's oh. it. That's it. Kaylee 47 is a completely mysterious, hidden person, and that's because every time on stage she wears a full ski mask uh, so that her no. entire f- yes, her entire face is hidden. Is that but-
8: sort of like the Sia thing where she covers her eyes so no yes, one can? Yes, except yeah. we know what Sia right, looks like because exactly. she
11: used to be in that band, and now we have to <laughs> pretend it's not the same person, which is annoying. Kaylee 47 actually really has never been seen in person. Uh, she had uh, a incredible shyness growing up and she needed to find a way for her to make music but still not necessarily uh, face that kind of fear for people knowing who she truly is. So she so, came up with the most threatening way. That's true and she, <laughs> she is very scary looking with this ski mask but she's went from just wearing sort of a black or pink ski mask on stage now designers have started giving her ones with rhinestones and she started to uh, mess around with different
2: types. But, I hope she never tries to perform in a bank. That yeah, be, or a uh, liquor store. Confusing. Because yeah. a
11: lot of Artists perform in banks. I'm just saying she's wearing a yeah. ski mask. Right? I, I saw Radiohead, Chase, and I'm telling you, they <laughs> kill. <laughs> uh, but listen, Lakayla 47 put out an album called Wash and Set. It was out last year, and I'm telling you, she's sort of one of those genre-bending musicians that if you like Missy Elliott, if you like that kind of rap, I, I, she's for you. We have a couple songs. The first one is called Miss Me, and it gives you a good feeling of sort of her up-tempo stuff. Miss
7: me with the bold age. Oh, miss me. With the like a Mexican wrestler. I'm just a messenger. 47. knows I've been hell sleeping. Wow,
8: that sounds amazing. That's yeah, very messy.
11: Mm-hmm. It's really good. And that's the thing is, like, some of them sound especially messy, but then you get into another one. Like, this is a uh, second fiddle the second song that that i brought in it, it gives you a little bit different of a feeling uh and and, and she's just awesome this is that one you
7: think you're gonna string me along you got another thing coming what i never place second fiddle for nathan i mean god never bowed on the- Jesus Judas?
8: which one are you I had to let me ask you a question yes why does somebody like this who's so clearly talented mm-hmm.
11: not make it? In a bigger way, does do people not know what to do with her? It's the industry, guys. I mean, you just—I I think that with Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, there's a certain lane that they have to fall into as a female rapper, and that's unfortunate that I even have to put that preface in front of rapper. <laughs> yeah, true. But That's the way that the music industry works, and some people fall through the cracks uh, in that way, and I think lakale is one of those people. Now, what I would say is that it's the first album. Like someone like lakale 47 will take time to sort of build. I know that um they, that she was supposed to play uh, Pride this year down uh, on Santa Monica. Monica, uh Here and they had some sort of problem with the concert where they had to close it down and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, but she is around, but it, it's just again, it's a name that I'm bringing in because no one yep. knows her. Yeah. Uh, the third song they brought in is called Don't Do It, and I love this song.
7: Make a woman wonder, had I did this shit last summer, I would have given my number 47 on the come up, but I dare a huggin' to run off. You know, I keep a blade to cut off, and I don't mind scuffing up my butt butters. I really don't care if you don't like me. Don't get your jaw checked like some damn ID. I chew the beat up like a chicken roti. Unless i like me, that's unlikely. Don't do it.
2: don't
8: I love this her so much more than Cardi B. Yeah.
0: This yeah. all sounds wow. so different from her very
2: famous Cash Me Outside single, too.
11: No, <laughs> don't do it. I mean, also the cow song, right? They all yeah. sound different.
9: Yeah. <laughs> it's weird, though, that all three of those songs sound like three different people. They do, yeah. That's amazing. I love that. And then there's yeah. just
11: full-on R&B on the mm-hmm. record as well. Later on, on the on the Wash & Set album, there's just full-on ballads. It's it just, she's sort of uh, you can't really categorize her, and I know that we've I loved love that. that. Yeah, and, and I, I love I, that. I think yeah. this is just a new person in that genre. Will you spell her name for us? Uh, Lekele 47. L-E-I K-E-L-I 47. The album is called Wash & Set. It came out last year, but it did not get the attention it deserves. And also, someone to look forward to, because it's not over for her mm-hmm. at all, just because no one saw the first record. She's on a major um, so she's going to get another shot. And also she wears a ski mask. Is right? it
9: weird that I'm totally thinking A, not great for your pores no. because she's sweating and whatnot. But what if she's wearing a ski mask with like moisturizing lotion inside of it? She might be so far ahead of all of us with this.
11: Is it weird
8: that they, you think that? Yes.
11: Okay. Yeah. And also like are, you, okay. like are you angling for like a Neutrogena commercial for La Kale 47? <laughs> I think she'd be great. She would probably yes. be good. Yeah, you're <laughs> yes. right. You're right about that. Uh, but she's on Awesome. and and i cannot uh, support more the female movement that's going on in hip hop but i just don't think everyone has to be cardi or nikki we can i, have, agree. Can have I a, prefer can have they a different weren't. sound yeah so yeah. and then lakayle is i think at the forefront that's right. fantastic Thanks, that's what's up on this that's it get up get
4: on up on this. get up get on up on this. get up get on
2: up on this. get up get on up. It's Kevin and Rock K-U-R-O-K-K-U. Jensen Carpenter with us here on the Kevin and Bean Show like he is on Thursdays for Get Up on This. Mm-hmm. But now we move on to a new topic. And I don't remember, Kevin, if we've ever discussed terrible bachelor parties before. I don't think now, we have either. And this now, is definitely one of them. Yeah, we've talked. we've talked about bachelor parties that went wrong where your plans fell apart. That's not what we're talking about here. We're not talking about that kind of a disaster. We're talking about you are a friend to somebody who's getting married, so you have to go along with whatever their crappy idea is for the bachelor party. This feels That's, very, very uh, singled
11: out right well, now. Well, so are here's what specific? we're saying.
8: We're saying it's not we're not interested in you because right. you love your bachelor party. Yes. We want to talk to everybody else. <laughs> Who thinks it's garbage. About their idea of your bachelor party. Right. I so had just- a
11: bachelor party this past weekend, and I feel like when I was asked to stay in the studio, right.
2: I'm starting to put one and one <laughs> yeah. together,
11: and it- any <laughs> Too
2: sure does. <laughs> <it is. laughs> yeah. So Jensen invited a bunch of his friends. Uh, quite a large group for a bachelor party, I thought. But that's because I don't guys. have very many friends. Yeah, eight or nine. And, guys. Well, there you was invited- like
11: thirty in every picture. Oh, we, buy, we pay people to sit with us. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> yeah. Now, first of all, it was an out-of-town bachelor party, which I'm sure didn't um, immediately thrill the people that you invited, right? Sure. I'm sure a destination wedding is just as bad, but I did a destination bachelor party. Alright, so already that's a strike
11: against you. Yeah. And then,
2: <laughs> let's talk a little bit about what you made your so-called friends endure yeah. in the interest of your bachelor party.
11: Well, we, we flew to Chicago in order to uh, have sort of a, a large weekend, but the focus of it was that there was the largest independent wrestling show called All In at the Sears Center. 11,000 tickets sold in 20 minutes. And I I wanted to go to it. And yes, I selfishly... Invited, but invited his code for forced uh, <laughs> my friends to come with me. We also went to a Chicago White Sox game. We got to see a Dave Chappelle, Hannibal Buress show out there. Oh, awesome! Okay. Uh, we we went to the pinball I'm there you go, go. The there you pinball go. factory. Uh-huh. We met Gary Stern. He gave us a tour of the factory, and that's about all the nerdy things we did. You say
9: that name like we should all know, right? Stern
11: Stern pinball. Okay. The owner is a man named Gary Stern. Uh-huh. He's uh, a, a very nice uh, Jewish man uh-huh. uh, who looked like my father. And okay. you took this tour after your bachelor party.
9: Right. Your friends went home. So it was right. just you because you wanted to go to this,
8: right? To the
11: pinball. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I, I I brought along my friends. You did? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, oh, okay. no, I... So your I, friends? I, okay. Probably I, I also may have forced them to see pinball, yeah. And then maybe they didn't even like baseball. Wait, guys, I'm putting this together. Maybe they don't like Chappelle and Hannibal.
8: I think I just forced people to do things I like. Jensen's idea was to come up with the nerdiest bachelor party ever. Yes, yes. Were they into wrestling? Accomplished.
11: Were they into wrestling? Yeah. I'd say a couple of them were. Yeah, Paul Shear is. Paul Shear is. I think uh, my friend Chris and and Josh are very much into Uh it. A
8: couple of them is what you're going for.
11: Yeah, I had nine. But I would think for each event, maybe 20% were into it before we got there.
2: (laughs) Imagine, imagine, you love wrestling, Jensen. Yes, you I have did. your whole life. You used to work for the WWE. Yes. I know that. Uh-huh. But imagine if you hated wrestling, yeah. how miserable that event would have been for you.
11: I, I think we had some people who went in, obviously, with the kind of like, this is fake fighting, the thing that everyone goes into wrestling with. I genuinely, with rose-colored glasses, think they loved it in the <laughs> end. Sure but I'm really. really starting to question a lot right now. <laughs> uh, We're just saying,
8: we know it was great for you. <laughs> yes,
11: it was great for me. I don't. I, but I also think, like maybe. Maybe that's how I went into it because I'm not a big drinker. I'm not a big partier. There's no way I was going to a strip club. Like Those are just things I wasn't going to do. So I think maybe I said to myself, like, you know, not to sound like I'm having a sweet sixteen on MTV, but it was all about me, baby. Like I thought, like, oh, this is what I want to be into. This is what I want to, I want to do. So if people want to come along, they they should. But I didn't think of the obligation. They probably have to. Yeah, sure. Yeah.
2: Now, how was their how was their attitude? Did you sense that they they were there begrudgingly, or did they put on a happy face and like, oh, anything for you, buddy? Or
11: did you even suss it out? It was just great for you. I do like the idea that you guys think I don't care. <laughs> uh, but no, I don't think I cared. Uh, I, I I think I, I think at wrestling they were a little opaque. Oh, Pinball, for sure. But at wrestling, I think they were like, oh, is this going to be fun? But then I think mm. they had a great time. Yeah. But pinball, they probably some of them probably... I mean, there was a point where, like, Gary Stern, the guy who runs Stern Pinball, was like, every pinball machine has a quarter mile of wire. And I was like, yeah? <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I looked behind me, and everyone was, like, on their phone texting.
8: <laughs> All right, so that's... This is the... And this is the so this is the topic that we want to ask. Then uh, yeah. for you to call one 1067 It wasn't your bachelor party. Yeah, it was someone else's bachelor party that you went to. Mm-hmm. and it wasn't as fun for you perhaps as it was for them
11: yeah like i, I also thought about like let's all go see schindler's list in a theater <laughs> and i decided you know what that that's probably more for me yeah, than them. yeah i will
9: say this as a woman watching your instagram and watching your stories yes. all i was thinking about was your fiance danielle, danielle looking yeah. at this going oh god bless him
11: yeah i think mm. my little
9: sweet spirit
8: husband
11: or did i make a mistake yeah, no. both of those have slowly become her catchphrases, <laughs> I think. Uh, oh, bless him. Did I make a mistake? No. Okay. Those are both something
2: she's all right. known for. So now. You uh. were invited and you felt obligated to go because it was your friend getting married, but it was a terrible bachelor party. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, could we open this up to bachelorette parties as well? Do girl, girl Girls could also yeah, play really yeah. awful things, not, right? not going to go to a pinball place. No, they're not, not. they're not at all. because so, they're not cool. <laughs> so bad bachelor or bachelorette parties, you can't believe the activities that were planned. We'll take you Calls next on K Rock 1 520 1067. Right after this, it's the Kevin and Bean Show, K Rock. And how do we phrase this? Not badly planned. Like Jensen's bachelor party was well planned. He had a lot of activities for his friends. Mm-hmm. Evan, Just his, his friends didn't want to be a part
8: of any of them. Evan, hold on for one second. So take us through step by step every yeah. single thing you did.
11: Okay, we fly it to-, to Chicago right. from Los Angeles, Good. which already has me now thinking I may have made a mistake and right. forced people to spend money. Uh, we then go out to dinner that night uh, to a restaurant I wanted to go to. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we went to All In, which is uh, the largest independent pro restaurant. Wrestling event ever sold out. Eleven thousand people in the Sears Center, uh, and then we ended up the next day at a Chicago White Sox game. Okay. And then we went to the pinball museum uh, <laughs> slash factory in uh-huh. Chicago, the, the Stern Pinball. And then we ended up at Hannibal Burris, Dave Chappelle, Eric Andre, Little Rel, a bunch of great comedians. That's the one I can I can right. hang with. That's yeah. like good.
9: Eyes on the Prize, guys. Yeah. That's where we're finishing.
11: Yeah, and we finished there, and then we all flew home. So and put I up support with the, pinball. the White Sox
2: game too, by the way. Put up yeah. with the pinball. Mm-hmm. And then you can see Dave Chappelle. Right. right exactly. Yeah. I like it. All right. So not everybody would have been into that. Let's see what Evan has to say. He's in Mission Viejo. He's very kindly been holding on. Evan, welcome to the Kevin Bean Show, man. What's going on?
5: Hey, good morning. morning. Martin, listener, first time caller. Thank you. Oh, how about that? Appreciate Thank that. you.
8: So tell All us your right. story. So
11: a uh, bunch of guys in their uh, mid to late 20s and escape room, Brazilian barbecue, and board games and video games later
8: that night. No, All right. Hold on.
11: Oh, no, go on. This sounds like heaven. <laughs> hold on. <laughs>
8: Hold on. An escape room, first of all. How Is many... he
11: single now? Because I will marry him. Oh, God. <laughs> how many, here. How many
8: people were there at this special uh, There
11: were six of us. Six, okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
8: So you go to the escape room. Did you get out?
1: We Are do. you calling us from I there? We always
11: want to figure out the last part to get us out of the room.
8: Look at him. Evan's nice. like, we get out because of me.
11: Yeah.
2: Okay, absolutely. now I, ha- I have to ask because I'd love to hear the conversation about the, in- the invitees. When you guys all got the word that it was an escape room, did you get on a group text or call each other and go, seriously, what the F's wrong with our friend here? Why is this his bachelor party?
10: Uh, knowing the guy as long as I have known it since I was a kid, it made perfect sense, but I thought that was just what's going to start the day, and it was going to go,
5: you know, progress after that.
8: Right. Okay. So what happened after that?
5: After that was
2: dinner at one of those like can eat Brazilian barbecue places, which is nice. I actually really enjoy those.
8: Okay. All right. And And then, uh, I'm waiting. Listen, I'm just leading up to the board games. Go ahead.
5: (laughs) And And then after that, it was okay. We're heading back to one of the other guy's houses. Uh, which I thought, okay, that's when the party's really going to start. You know, maybe it's going entertainment. Mm-hmm. And he pulls out some board games and throws out the video games.
11: and says, all right, everybody have a good time.
8: All right, what board game? <laughs> Trouble?
11: Uh, and. Monopoly?
9: Part cheesy?
11: What game? No, it was, it was uh, like a Risk type of game. I didn't really care that much for it. it like a Risk. Of those, you know, you oh, it, Risk. Yeah, it was like a like a boutique board game, like a couple hours, like one of the, like the serious... Oh, yeah, like, yeah. No, you couldn't win this thing in a couple of minutes. Yeah, so, it right. was a serious one. Uh, you have also, to move a lot, your armies a lot of people, around. Ironically, a lot of people think marriage is an escape
2: room. I'm glad you called. I appreciate it. Let me read this text, you guys. We're asking Brandon to call in because I'd like some more information on this, but he did text us uh, from the 562. I really wish I was joking, but one of my best friends wanted to do a bachelor party in L.A., and asked all eight of us to meet him at the Museum of Tolerance. Oh. A, this is making your pinball, your pinball factory that, look pretty good. That's a joke. That can't I knew, be real. He that said I wish real. I were joking. I knew he was a history buff, but starting your bachelor party at a Holocaust museum. Just bummed everyone out, especially when we were there for two hours. What? That's where they
11: started, guys. People, I mean, it was educational too. I'm, oh, I'm kind of no. down for this. This You're is a oh. I'm tolerance. telling you. Listen, I I just don't. I don't get behind the whole like debauchery need for bachelor parties. I think it's kind of lame, right? But the whole. Holocaust. Hey guys, listen. We have to never
8: forget. You know? <laughs> it's true. I mean that it is, is true. true. That is but true. But do you have to never forget on your bachelor party?
11: On your bachelor listen, party? Listen, don't day take days time. off of forgetting. Like <laughs> <laughs> you can never forget.
2: <laughs> yeah. I uh, look. There's a time and a place for the Museum of Tolerance. I'm just saying. I think I agree with Brandon that the uh, the bachelor parties. In fact, I hate the Museum of Tolerance. Oh, I for hope a you guys party. just
11: pulled wow. that audio well, we clip to wow. play all the time. I hate the Museum of Tolerance. <laughs> we call, we
2: pulled his and yours. Okay, fair. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock.
2: Alright, time All right. for another look at what's happening here on this uh, Thursday. Alice, you I you had sure? to stop and do okay. the math because you know, weird week this week, right? True.
9: If you're going to the forum on October 3rd to see Childish Gambino perform, you may want to check your email because you might just have an email From the man himself. Mm. What? Yeah, he's offering two free songs, Algorithm and All Night, in exchange for people that purchased his tickets to his upcoming This Is America tour. Hmm. And here's what he says in the email. These songs are not complete but it is important for you to be familiar with them in order to participate and therefore fully enjoy the experiment experience. These songs are for people attending the show only. Keep, but only two of them keep this within our community. So don't be leaking these mm. songs, you guys, because these people won't understand because they're not going to be at the show. So they're not going to get that full experience.
2: I have some bad news, Ellie that uh, one of those songs has already leaked from somebody who is on the child's you know, email list. Really? If you want to hear it, I do have a little. I'd love to. Yeah. Yeah, child's yeah. Here we go. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. I'm not a cat.
7: Don't say meow, bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow. Go
2: move. Um, oh, okay. I mean, that part's nice. Yeah. It's very different from what we've heard from him in the past. Yeah. That's where a, he's going. I can understand
8: departure. why he needs to give the audience a heads up on right. that one. Sure. Right, So they can all do the move part.
9: Wow. So keep this within our community. Right. Being just putting it right out there.
2: Look, it was already on the internet. People were going to find it anyway. It's true.
9: It's true. So, I mean, check your email. If you, sure. If you bought tickets, you might just have it in there two new songs for you. Hi,
2: how are you not going to that show? Ah, uh,
9: who said I wasn't? Okay.
2: All right, fair enough. Come on. So you
8: already have the bitch on a cow song?
9: Um, I don't okay. because I, I didn't buy tickets. But I see. I'm just saying, listen, I gotta hook up. <laughs> That was ridiculous. <laughs> so, Bean, you are a big old podcaster. You really enjoy listening to podcasts. Well,
2: I mean, to me, it's like any other form of entertainment, whether you like you know, movies or TV shows or books <laughs> or whatever, watching sports. It's just it's something else to include in your diet of uh, of entertainment. There's so much great stuff out there. Not listening to podcasts would be like not watching television let I me mean, slow down. Well, no, I'm just saying you would be missing great shows okay. just because of the format and that, uh, you know, that doesn't make any sense to me.
9: You love cereal?
2: I do. It's coming back.
9: It is coming back. Did you listen to both seasons? Oh, sure. Okay. So the first one was all about the uh, the kids in a Baltimore high school supposedly killed his girlfriend. Right, a lot and of people then, think yeah. he
2: didn't do it; thought it was a. Oh, so this is a real life kid, thing. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah.
9: Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Th- that was season one. Mm-hmm. Season two focused on um, Bo Bergdahl, who was held captive by the Taliban for mm-hmm. five years, and then was later what? charged with desertion. Desertion. A lot
2: of people thought yeah. it was his fault. Right. Exactly. Absolutely.
9: By the way, Serial has been downloaded more than. 340 million times across those two seasons so obviously they're back with a third season The first two episodes are going to drop on various podcast apps like Apple and Google. And then every week they're going to release an episode on Thursdays. This season is a little different than the other two. It's going to be much broader. So it's going to delve into the Cleveland criminal court system telling multiple stories at once instead of just one that they continue each week.
2: Hmm. Here's what I'm going to say to you, because I know, Kevin, you're rolling your eyes right now and saying nothing sounds more boring than a podcast about the Cleveland criminal court system, mm-hmm. but it's like 60 Minutes manages to make almost everything interesting because they're writing they're, and great they're recording. Storytelling. And they're great storytellers. Yeah, yeah, agree. That's what serial is like, so I'm, I'm certainly excited about checking this out when it drops.
9: 340 million times across it's a,
2: it's two popular. seasons.
9: That's a pretty good record to have, right? Sure. Good stuff. Hey, you want to see Chance the Rapper in his acting debut? Okay. He's going to star in a horror movie. Go on a movie about a series of pizza related murders <laughs> That's bullshit. the movie called slice was filmed more <laughs> than two years <laughs> ago and was initially slated for a release in 2017 but that didn't happen but the movie is coming to theaters cross-country for one night only on Monday.
2: That's how you can tell it's a great movie. You right. already men. played it one time. A one a night only thing.
9: Woo. Slice tells the story of a pizza delivery driver murdered on the job in a mysterious city in the city's quest to figure out who's to blame for the ensuing killing spree of pizza delivery boys. Here's uh-huh.
4: I definitely think that's a good idea.
9: Here's where we get an, into a little like Mad Libs action. Okay. Chance Making his acting debut in the movie, plays Dax Lycander, a disgraced werewolf who is a former Chinese food delivery driver. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry, what? What just? What? Did, now uh, I'm all in. Now, now it's a totally werewolf good. movie. I, now I'm hundred
8: percent in. Uh, but
9: he, former Chinese food driver. So does he switch to pizza? Well, he must, he and, must have. Uh, why is he a werewolf? And why is he disgraced? What happened to him? <laughs>
2: I don't that know. Sounds like, sounds sounds like somebody wants to go see that movie. When is I'm it? I'm totally
9: into it. Monday. Monday. Slice also stars Zazzy Beats, who we oh. love from Atlanta and yeah. from Deadpool. Paul Scheer, who we love, love and Hannibal Burris, love. Okay. Wow, I'm totally in on Slice. Why, Why they, is this a one right, night only? Why? Release it. it. Makes no sense. I don't know. It just says that right here. I'm not going to see that, and we need to focus on what we're doing.
8: Do you? Uh, you think it's bad? Is that possible? Because if it was great, they'd, I think they'd play it more than one night.
9: Well, and it was supposed to come out in 2017 then they shelved it. So what was that all about? Yeah, And why only one night?
2: Kevin, please report back on Slice. Let us know. I'm not positive I'm going to that. Yeah, you are. How are
9: you not
8: going to that? It does sound pretty awesome.
9: Basically, says Slice, a movie for Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) He's a
2: disgraced werewolf who used to deliver Chinese food Uh, and now is delivering pizza and getting into the murder movie. We don't know if he now
9: delivers pizza. We just know his backstory is disgraced werewolf. And former Chinese food delivery driver. I don't even know if right. he's the one that's going to be delivering pizzas. I or... want a
2: good movie. He could be a killer. Can we, can we get our friend uh, Paul Shear on the show, please, sometime between now, great right idea, and Monday? Because I feel, now, I feel like we got some questions for him. Well, <laughs> Friday or Monday. Let's try to get Paul Shear on. All right.
9: Seriously, guys.
8: That's awesome. Right. I, it must either be really bad uh-huh. or. Super bad, in which case it's great.
9: Yes, so like I, it comes back around. Yes, so okay. I feel like it's that one. All right. I'm on board. I'm totally
8: on board. I might have plans Monday.
9: <laughs> I like it. Hey, we're going to talk uh, coming up about a conspiracy theory involving Gwen Stefani Ooh. and President Trump.
1: What? Huh? What? Oh.
9: Yeah, I don't even understand how they could be connected, but trust me. That sounds it's, bananas.
1: sad. Uh,
8: Oh, oh. You start the file again already. <sighs> Some birthdays for All you. Thing you could do to say that is to spell it for God's sakes. B a n a n a s. Thank you. God
9: damn, you're just lazy. Happy birthday, Macy Gray, Idris Elba, Michael Winslow, Roger Waters, and Rosie Perez, and that's what's happening.
4: J-R-O-D. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock.
2: It's that time of year, you guys. We're about to catch up with one of our good friends. Let's go to Las Vegas and say hi to R.J. Bell. Because he's R.J. Bell. R.J.
1: Bell. Yes, he's R.J. Bell.
3: R.J. Bell.
10: R.J.
3: Hey, guys. Awesome to be back. RJ, of course, is the
2: founder of Pregame.com, the exclusive odds provider for the Associated Press. And we talk lines, we talk gambling, we talk making money off the NFL. For folks who have not heard you on the program before, RJ, you've had, uh, what, four winning seasons in a row here with us on the Kevin and Bean Show?
3: Yeah, I don't mean to correct you on day one, but we don't talk about making money. We make money. There you go. <laughs> oh, wow. Right? Right? Yes. I mean, four years in each of the years, if you just had blindly played it, you would have mm-hmm. had more money year one, two, three and four. I'll be candid, guys. If you would ask me four years ago, were we going to do that? I'd be no. I mean, hopefully three of the four. Okay. So, hey, listen, there's no sure things, but uh, we've done pretty well. Done pretty well. All right. Is this first
2: week of the NFL season the toughest week for anybody to have a clue as to what's going to unfold on their TVs because you just haven't seen the teams play? Which is an opportunity
3: if you know the teams better, right? Because ah. I, as the games and weeks move on, you got data and the computer guys start to crunch those numbers. Now you can try to extrapolate from last year, but that's more Art and science so if you're kind of a gut handicapper if you're the kind of guy that really can read the tea leaves early in the season is better if you're a math guy later in the season is better
2: okay that makes sense now we're going to get us some specific games rj's picks in a minute but just as an overview is it uncommon for the super bowl winning team in this case the philadelphia eagles last season to not be the favorite in the super bowl odds for the new season
3: no, because uh, the Eagles are the second favorite. Pat's favorite right now again, though they're a little down relative to how great they've typically been perceived, the Patriots. They're still the favorite, 6-1, to one, but the Eagles are the second favorite, 9-1. to one. I would be surprised if they weren't, let's say, one of the three or four favorites, and you'll see that occasionally when you have a unlikely Super Bowl winner, but with Philadelphia, not only do you have most of the team coming back, you have their starting quarterback coming back and that's so rare that to win a super bowl without your starting quarterback a lot of optimism for the eagles well the eagles are second the steelers are third 10 to 1 the rams
8: are 11 to 1 and the chargers are 15 to 1
3: let me say this about the rams no team that i can remember let's call it 20 plus years that won 11 or more games and rams won 11 has added this much talent they have wow. added so many defensive players, three big name defensive players. Here's the catch: twenty two guys. Some of them, and I'll say this nicely, have uh, intangible issues <laughs> or character, potential character issues. Sure. So if they all come to get, get together like Randy Moss did that undefeated season for the Pats, hey, this could be the best team in football, the Rams, or it could be a locker room of tumult. And we might see a bad season for the Rams.
9: We don't. Uh, we don't mention that perfect Pat season,
2: by
3: okay. the way. Oh, fair. That was little too painful. It wasn't perfect. Ultimately, all
2: right. Let's talk about some specific. Uh, excuse me. Some specific games, including your big dog pick. Now, the Bears uh, and the Green Bay Packers are playing. By the way, does it make any difference that Aaron Rodgers now they're backing up a Brinks truck to his house every single week? <laughs> he has so much money he doesn't even know where to put it. Is that going to affect his level of player? Is he the same great professional we've always seen?
3: I think at least in the short term, he's going to be enthused, right? Because if he's disgruntled, because he's not getting if he's only getting paid 25 million a year. Let's <laughs> right. He's got to <laughs> eat. Yeah, he's <laughs> disgruntled. <laughs> then he, but but here's here's the other side. What players in the—there's a finite amount of money in the NFL. It's called a hard cap. You can't spend any more than this finite amount. For every dollar he gets, there's dollars the other players don't get. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that they begrudge him, but I think that's possible, especially with such a big contract.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was history-making, obviously, best NFL
3: player uh, salary of all time. All right, Bears-Packers, what say you, RJ? We're going with our big dog. And every week we have a big dog. Bears plus seven and a half. That's pick number one. Here's the rationale. Aaron Rodgers, he's a, he's getting older, like all of us. But he had a major injury last year and missed a bunch of games. Is he 100%? We're not sure. Even if he is 100%, is he going to run as much as he usually does at quarterback? Because his mobility is a big advantage. We don't know. Okay. Chicago, a lot of optimism there. Second-year quarterback, Trubisky. And a new coach. And that's our extra edge. Typically in the third preseason game is called the dress rehearsal. They come out and they play the first half like it's a real game. The Bears did not do that. Why? Here's what I hear. The new coach has a few uh, scheme surprises. Things he's going to do no one expects. Okay. And I don't think the Packers are going to be ready for it. Since it's game one, this is when the edge on those surprises is the best. We're going with the Bears plus seven
2: and a half. All right. Best bet, the Kansas City Chiefs over another local team that has improved
3: in the offseason, the L.A. Chargers. Listen, I love L.A., but I call it like I see them. I think the Chargers are one of the most overrated teams. Year after year, they lose all the close games. And you guys, fans, either in San Diego or now in L.A., have seen that. Now, in Vegas, you typically believe that evens itself out in the end. It's like the old story. You flip five straight heads with a coin flip. You expect the tails to start coming soon enough. Right. Sometimes, though, guys, there's a fundamental reason a team doesn't play well in close games. And I think the Chargers, I could explain it, but it's too detailed. I think the Chargers are one of those teams that just seems to be better than they are because they lose a bunch of these close games. On the other side, you get Kansas City with a new quarterback, second-year guy Mahomes. You might think, oh, that's uncertainty. That's a downgrade. No, Andy Reid, the coach of Kansas City, chose to let Alex Smith go, chose Mahomes, and he's one of the best quarterback evaluators, Andy Reid, of anyone. And we're getting three and a half. And I love Los Angeles. I said it, but the home field advantage in L.A. for the Chargers at a stadium they're not even going to be playing at next year is not all that strong. So you have a bad home field. We're getting over field goal. Kansas City, plus three and a half, best bet.
2: All right, and finally, with R.J. Bell in Las Vegas, pregame.com, the big game, Texans versus Patriots.
3: Yeah, we're going with the dog here again in this big game, Texans plus six and a half. Now, let's talk about Belichick. He's a genius. I think he's the only genius that coaches in the NFL, obviously, as a coach. He's not playing piano so well or anything. That's a good point. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know about it. Though. But, but, but here's what the genius is willing to do. He's willing, unlike me, unlike most people, to say, okay, I'll suffer now for more in the future. It's that old experiment. You want one cupcake now or two next week? Well, Belichick is willing to decrease his chance to win in September in order to win games in January. And we've seen him do it time and time again. So what does he do? He lets players come along slowly. He puts them in spots maybe that's not ideal, but he knows they got to get reps in those spots to be ready for January. And no other coach does that. And that's why this team, the Patriots, gets better and better typically throughout the year. But early in the year, they don't play as well. On the other side, the Texans have a new or a quarterback that played exceptionally well last year, Watson, but he got hurt. Now he's back. The team's excited. I'll take the Texans. We'll take them. Plus six and a half
2: over the Pats. All right. Some very controversial picks from our friend R.J. Bell. That's the way we do it. Again, (laughs) the big dog is the Bears. Plus seven and a half over Green Bay. Best bet Kansas City. Plus three and a half over the Chargers. Big game Texans. Plus six and a half over the Patriots. Uh, Real quick, by the way, R.J. Bell's dream preview is the podcast with both college football and NFL episodes each week available wherever you get your podcasts, including iTunes. And you want to go to pregame.com, the exclusive odds provider for the Associated Press, for this and so much more Fingers crossed for another great season and a bunch of great radio. RJ, good to talk to you again, my friend.
3: Hey, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you.
1: Yes, he's RJ Bell. RJ Bell. bell.
4: This is the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Right? Is that
2: you? right no that's not me no. that oh me? i thought you've been practicing <laughs> that's gonna be me in four years that's gonna be me <laughs> and that's all by the way guys it's time for our new feature ukulele talk um i know this is what you've been waiting for it's certainly what you tuned into k-rock for
8: is ukulele talk should i just call start calling it the kevin and ukulele show i mean you might as well okay
2: you might as well um I think it came up. I was trying to. I was trying to remember uh, yesterday. I think it came up when Allie was talking about Eddie Vedder maybe doing one of his little ukulele shows or something. Is that where we started talking about the uke? Do you remember Allie? No. The uke? Who's,
9: who's the, the tall dude that plays the uke?
2: Yeah. Uh, yes, Vance Joy. Vance Joy. Yes. And we
9: mm-hmm. were talking about how big he is and how tiny the ukulele looks. It's super
2: comical. And what mm-hmm. would
9: happen if Bean ever played it? Right.
2: How tall I, are you being 6'6? Six, 6'6, six? Six, six, yeah. Right. And I admitted in that conversation that um, I have long harbored a dream of
8: being a <laughs> ukulele player. So I thought you were joking when you said that, mm-hmm. just to, uh, to be on the air, just to joke
2: uh-huh. about it. Right. You were serious. And and you asked me at the time if I was joking. And I said no. And the reason why is because I love music more than anything in the world. And I don't have a musical bone in my body. I have never played an instrument. I cannot play an instrument. But the ukulele seems, for whatever reason, and this is why we need to talk about this. And this is why I need help from fellow ukulele players at 1-800-520-1067. <laughs> the ukulele seems manageable to me. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's partly because of its small size. Or I would guess so. Because partly because it only has four strings. Let me ask you a question. What do you think yes. about a guitar? Have you ever thought about a guitar? I mean, look, is there a dude in the world who doesn't f- f- picture himself as a guitar player? You know what I mean? Like, I would love it so if you I have- could play the guitar.
8: Right. But I'm saying, have you
2: really thought about it? Because
8: isn't I- it at least in the
2: same realm. Yes, mm-hmm. and in fact, if you if you play guitar, Chip, back me up on this. You're the musician here. If you play guitar, uh, the ukulele is fairly easy to learn to play, right?
6: Sure, yeah, and it, it, I mean if you look at that chords and stuff, it's four strings instead of six. So like on mm-hmm. the basic level, it's 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 a lot easier than guitar. it's a
2: lot easier. But again, I'm coming from a place of nowhere, okay. and I'm and I, look, I know there's never. Dude, been a you're, time you're coming from a place of having
8: a dream. Yes, yes, I am, yes. Kevin. thank you. <laughs> That's not nowhere,
9: man. That's everything. <laughs> that is delightful, Kevin. That is.
2: And by the way, speaking of how delightful Kevin is, <laughs> can you imagine my surprise when I went out onto my front porch the other day and there was a box from Amazon addressed to Bean Ukulele Baxter. <laughs> And inside, no card, no return address, but I assumed it was Kevin. Inside was was an actual ukulele.
9: Kevin Ryder. At
8: first, I was trying to figure out is he just joking on the Mm. radio? But it
9: sounded like he sort of
8: wanted to. For
9: sure.
2: Um, so I so said, here, it's sort of a starter one. It's not that expensive. What but a it's lovely all, gesture! It's a, a very lovely gesture, and I, uh, I'm humbled by it. And it's exactly the kind of ukulele that I need to learn on. Right, but that was but my here's, thinking. <laughs> but here's what I'm—I can get one for
8: five hundred dollars <laughs> or nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. Which way should I go? <laughs> hey, this
2: one's not plastic, though. I no, mean, I'm it's an actual it wood guitar with nylon strings. You know. So here's the question <laughs> that I have for my uh, my fellow uke players at one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. Fellow yet? But what is the best? What's the best way to learn? Like, do I need to go so far as to get an actual teacher who will actually, you know, sit there in the room with me yes. and show me how to... No, but not necessarily these days because, well, like last night I was looking around on YouTube and there's mm-hmm. oh sure yeah a hundred people with YouTube tutorials. Here's one of the guys. Hey, how you doing? Justin here today. We're going to do a lesson on getting started on ukulele great fun little instrument these are i've only been playing a few months uh, but it's really good. really good fun uh, if you've played a bit of guitar the skills kind well, of transfer over that's not years, me so uh, that's kind of a cool thing um and if you've never played a musical instrument before it's a really nice little starter one this one see there you good. go so okay. an, and i'm looking at this guy and he, he looks like he's the kind of guy and he shows you how to tune the ukulele and stuff like that um is, is that, that the way to go Or is our books the way to go? Because I was already online and I was already taking a look at, uh, you know, 21 easy Christmas songs you can play with your ukulele. Yes, get that. And then we need a Christmas album. Get that. Right. You (laughs) bought it, didn't you? You already bought it. I did. Did you? Actually, yes. Yes. I, yes. Did.
8: I did. I bought Opening that. Opening Acoustic Christmas. Yes. <laughs> Hold on a second. I don't think I'm quite
2: ready. Little drummer boy. Here's I, <laughs> here's I don't think you're quite boy. ready to be that guy who's uh, playing okay. on stage in front of a crowd. Little
5: ukulele hey
2: boy <laughs> come on bean so one 8501 ones are a but i want to hear from you if you play the ukulele especially if you have a ukulele nearby and you can play some before it and let me just say one more thing before we have to take a break and this is another thing that i know it sounds dumb but it's something that i am very concerned about so i put up a picture of me this morning with the ukulele mm-hmm. and i am appropriately i think attired and then i'm wearing a semi hawaiian shirt I mean, it's okay? a hawaiian shirt it's a hawaiian shirt right i love it so I'm already getting pushback from people on that. For instance, Justin writes in, just give up. Unless you're an Islander, it's just a hipster douche thing.
8: Oh. Um, Wow, that's a lot
2: of anger over (laughs) over a picture with you with a ukulele. Heidi writes (laughs) in, ukulele, if you're going to play it, say mm -hmm. it correctly. Shut the F up. Hashtag Hawaiian. So am I now guilty of some sort of cultural appropriation because I'm not a Hawaiian guy? Can only Hawaiian guys play ukuleles? Those
8: people are angry at something every day. Or they're kidding. One
2: or the other. Well, I don't know. I mean, mean, you're good. I'm new in the world. All right. Let's take one call. 1-800-520-1067. Oh, let's go to Adam. Adam made oh, he he was calling to say I was pronouncing it wrong. Well, good
9: thing Thomas is calling to, to tell you that, too. <laughs> All right.
2: Let's see what Thomas <laughs> has to say. Hey,
9: Thomas.
1: Hi. Um. Yeah, it's pronounced ukulele.
8: Right. But have you, hold, hold on. Life. All right. But hold on. Have you ever heard any like the Americanized version? Have you ever heard anyone actually call it
2: ukulele? Not, not here on the mainland. Only right. in
5: Hawaii.
2: Yes, because that because you speak Hawaiian and I speak English. Look, nobody nobody says Los Angeles either mm, because there's know. an Americanization version of the original Spanish pronunciation of that word. I get, get off, off my, my dad, phone. I feel true. like we're getting caught in the weeds here. I don't feel <laughs> like.
9: Oh, no, I feel like he's a total Barney,
8: total <laughs> yeah, <you>? yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, so I need, oop, so I you, need I to hear from some cool so players. Oop, talk. Right, please
2: don't Uh, do that again.
9: Your face looks so strained, and your neck, like all these veins. I
2: I want people who have learned how to play the ukulele to call us right now and tell us the best way to learn it. Do I need a teacher? Can I do it on YouTube videos? Can I do it from books? Just learning chords. And call us now, especially if you've got your ukulele with us. And we'll talk to you next on K-Rock.
4: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock.
8: Let's take one phone call. Let's make it Hazel, who is calling us from San, San Pedro. Pedro. Hi there. Hazel, aloha. Hey,
1: good, good morning, K-Rock.
8: Can't <laughs> good good aloha, you guys. You no, really
1: can't. <laughs> Look, I'm not, I'm, tried to be,
2: I'm not trying to be Hawaiian. I insist you keep trying, though. Mm-hmm. I just have fallen in love with the idea of being a ukulele player. Hazel, how about you?
1: absolutely i am right there with you um i'm also a beginner and i have a couple of tips for you it, oh. you know that's what the show's about right now mm-hmm. um if i may go on um your app store and get a free tuner and it's wonderful to tune your ukulele no stop it it's, <laughs> it's great fun and then what i found and i'm sorry hold on me to-
8: tuning your ukulele is fun
1: yes yes okay. oh because it's, there's just beauty in it you know okay. and that's i i feel like you know a kindredness with you so um to, to, i would go onto to youtube and look at all the different teachers because some of them really just really bugged me and i couldn't learn and then i stumbled across this little boy very unintimidating you know he just said ukulele or whatever my ook and um and i started learning Usually, when you, I, ty-
8: when you type in how-to or, or uh, instructional in YouTube, it's usually someone under 10.
1: And right. it's annoying
8: <laughs> right. because you have, so to, so much. you have to stop and go back and redo it and stop and go back and go, slow <laughs> down. I'm trying to learn here. I
9: feel like being of all people isn't going to respond well to a kid.
1: <laughs> that's, you know, way that's way smarter than find him. Your, find your teacher's style. Okay. And, and it's going to happen for you. I but, know it. Listen you to think, the joy in Hazel's I love voice. Hazel. I love, I love Hazel. it so much. Hazel's going
2: to duet with me on stage at Acoustic Christmas too. I love it. <laughs> Hazel, um, so, so you're telling me YouTube is the way to go. Why 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 pay to have a lesson when you can just get a free free YouTube video?
1: Well, I think just to find your teaching style, what works best for you, or your okay. learning style, I suppose. and. You
2: know, this time next year we're gonna be sitting around a campfire and we're gonna be doing duets. <laughs> yeah, we are. You and me, baby.
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> not code. code.
2: Not code. <laughs> all right. Thank It'll you for the correct, call, I my wish dear. You all the best. Great I appreciate I you so her. much. Who's sweeter than Hazel? Nobody. Hazel's awesome. And by the way, Hazel, dead sexy name too. Um hey Allie, um, uh-huh. not that this had anything to do with my decision to become a professional musician, but mm-hmm. um ladies love a ukulele player, right? <sighs>
9: Take Vance three. Joy is very hot, but Vance Joy would be hot if he was playing the flute. Just, okay, just maybe go, hotter. Just go. I mean, yes, yes. totally. Mm-hmm. Chicks dig a uke. <laughs> I
2: am. Uh, I am so close to being the guy on mm-hmm. the corner playing uh, banana pancakes. Waking up to early, maybe we could sleep. Remember banana pancakes? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, Jack Johnson. You're not no Jack Johnson,
8: though. No. I don't want All you right. to get any ideas.
2: Let's go to Kevin in Long Beach. He is on line four. I was asking fellow ukulele players to call and give me some advice as I embark on this uh, musical journey. Kevin, we appreciate <laughs> you calling and holding on. What's going on, man?
5: Hey, yes. Uh, well, um, I used to play ukulele as a kid, and then my wife just got me one for Christmas uh, this past year, and I have started picking it up and... Uh, Play and I'm playing with a group uh, out in Huntington Beach that gets together just about every night with different genres of music. Every so, night? He's playing the ukulele with
8: a group every night. No That's wonder insane. your
2: wife gave you a ukulele. <laughs> she hates you. She wants to get you out of the house. <laughs> What's the hardest thing about learning how to play the uke? Pardon me? What's the hardest thing about learning the instrument?
5: Uh, the hardest part is uh, some of the bar chords. And some of the strumming and picking, but
8: uh, so basically playing it. (laughs)
2: Playing it—that's what's tough about it. The strumming and the picking
9: and the holding it. That's tough.
2: Other than that, (laughs) it's really easy. And the music that you make you make. (laughs) Um, Kevin, I understand from a beer mug that you have your uke standing by. I do. Oh, let's Let's hear it. Would you mind? Could we hear a little bit? So I I have something to dream dream on. Okay,
5: here you go. All right. Musical part, you can sing along. Yes, (laughs) sure, that'll happen. Yes. Here we go. Ready? Mm hmm. That's very
2: nice. Should
9: we know the song (laughs) to sing along? What?
2: (laughs) He's waiting in and out. What, uh, hello? Oh.
5: What song is it? Hello?
2: Yes. No, we got it. It sounded great. It was great, but we don't know what song it was
1: can help falling in love. Sure. Oh, oh okay. classic.
2: Sure. All right. Very good, Kevin. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you for the call, sir. We appreciate it. His wife got him out of the house every single every night. night. Yeah. She's like a bonus. I thought it was once a week. <laughs> All right. We got a. Uh, we got a couple more we can squeeze in. Let's go to Newbury Park, please, line three. This is going to be Andrea. Hey, Andrea. Andrea. Hi.
6: How are you? Aloha. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I wish, I wish.
2: Yeah, so does he. All right. <laughs> what's your what's your experience with the beautiful ukulele instrument?
6: Well, actually it's my daughter. She's twelve and three of her friends, uh, they get together on Saturday mornings when one of the grandpas teach them how oh. to play the ukulele. Okay, I love and, this. Yeah. Can she, the grandpa wanna... teach Bean? Sure. He yeah, I bet he would. He 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 does. He does lessons. Um and they have a great time. They just had a recital a few weeks ago. It was great. They've been playing almost a year together.
8: Bean, huh? you could you could FaceTime Grandpa.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why did your 12-year-old daughter have any interest whatsoever in the ukulele? I thought all 12-year-olds just wanted to be Nicki Minaj anymore.
6: Oh, no, no, no. Um, it's actually her friend, who's the grandpa of. Um, she was playing, and it really encouraged my daughter to get playing. And I really wanted her to learn some kind of instrument but she wasn't interested in anything I would call more traditional like your guitar or piano okay. or drums and I said hey take this opportunity um the parents open their house uh, on the saturday morning and the four girls play grandpa's there and fun for the whole family great. all right yeah yeah it's been all great right, I'll see you guys
2: there Saturday morning. Then I
8: don't think you're going to that. No, I don't
2: believe so.
4: No, sorry, guys. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q. All right, Alan. What's going going
9: on? Ladies, stop! uh, Stop putting eggs up your hoo-ha. Since when? Tuesday. Sorry, Jim. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Plop. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here's the story. You know, Gwyneth Paltrow's lifestyle company, Goop. Well, yes. she was selling these vaginal eggs for 55 to about 66 bucks, And the unscientific claim, which they kind of said was a real claim, was that these eggs made of either jade or rose quartz, once you put them in your hoo-ha, it would balance hormones, regulate menstrual cycles, increase bladder control.
0: Your vagina looks great.
9: Uh, it turns out... Um, uh, none of that really was true. There was no science behind any of this. Oh. So Goop is now paying the price for making unscientific claims about some of its products. These included. They will now pay one hundred and forty-five thousand dollars in fines.
5: Ma'am, please stand up and show everyone your vagina.
9: So that's that's not mm. something you want, nope. right? That is not no. But I guess Although, we can all stop putting those up, right?
8: Right? Is this the first time that's happened to Goop? Because I feel like they've made these claims
9: all along. Yeah, they might be. They might be going back in the archives to searching for some stuff, some claims, if you will. Right? Yeah. I'm just saying. Hey, you guys, when we heard about this quarantine flight. That landed at JFK. It was coming from Dubai, and Everyone it was, a, was sick Emirates flight. And at first, it was over a hundred people sick, and people were freaking out, like, oh, "This is how it begins. This is horrible." But then we heard from Vanilla Ice, like you do, and he tweeted, "So I just landed from Dubai, and now there's like tons of ambulances and fire trucks and police all over the place. This is crazy. Apparently, there's over." You know what 100- my fear was, Allie? What?
2: Radiant Durf. Oh, right.
9: It's always around that's the corner. The, that's the big yes. one. But he said, apparently, there's over 100 people sick on the bottom floor. So happy I'm up top. It's a double-decker plane, 380. So his thinking was you only got sick if you were on the bottom part mm. of the plane. So it couldn't come up to the top.
8: Is the top like first class or something? Yes.
2: Yes.
0: yes. Okay.
8: He's bragging that he it's a was in first class.
2: Mm-hmm. That's what this was all about. Gotcha. Right.
9: But the massive response included members of the CDC, Port Authority, police, FDNY. Roughly 90 people were evaluated aboard the plane um, because they were complaining of both coughing fits and high fevers. Mm. Ten people were hospitalized, but investigators say it may be related to a flu outbreak in Saudi Arabia. But when Vanilla Ice is your man on the scene,
2: first-hand
9: (laughs) reports from Vanilla Ice... I
2: mean, and I'll tell you something else like, there aren't enough opportunities to catch germs from fellow passengers. And as we were talking about yesterday, just a lot of things that are in the airport. Many of the people on this plane were on their way back from the pilgrimage to Mecca. Oh, really? a million people yeah. in one place. So they were coming from a place with tons and tons of people, then getting on a plane with tons and tons of people. Isn't that so everybody's fear of, of taking a plane? Yes. Is that you're going to get getting sick, getting and sick? Then you start thinking about the crappy recirculated yep. air yep. and whatnot. There's no fresh air. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess we should be surprised that this does not happen more often. But that may the Mecca thing may have had uh, something to do with it in this case.
9: I immediately was thinking, oh, steak or fish, right?
2: Right. Airplane. I was thinking, thank God, Vanilla Ice is okay. (laughs) That
9: is really kind of you. I agree
2: 100%. I mean, it would have been too much after losing Prince and George Michael to then lose (laughs) Vanilla Ice. Good
9: God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Remember we were talking about the Cosby Show star Jeffrey Owens, that somebody took a picture of him working at a Trader Joe's in New Jersey, put it online, and then he was... Essentially shamed by a bunch of different networks like, oh, look at him in his dirty uniform having to work at Trader Joe's. Right. And then other people were like, I'm sorry, a guy has a job. He's working for a living. What are you even talking about? Props to him. Props to him.
8: Yeah, that's crazy.
9: And then people were all giving their own stories, people that were members of SAG-AFTRA saying, listen, 4% or something of our members actually make a living acting. The rest of us have to get jobs in between gigs. Yeah. Well, he obviously has gotten a ton of promotion from all of this. And Tyler Perry had tweeted, I'm about to start shooting Owens' number one drama next week. Come join us. I have so much respect for people who hustle between gigs. It's the measure of a true artist. Well, Jeffrey Owens said... Uh, that was screw
2: you, Tesla. No, he was like that's. <laughs> have really- to do with your dumb show?
9: No, he was like that's really cool, but I don't know if he's literally asking me to be on the show. If it was just a tweet, whatever. But he said it's very generous. We'll see what happens. I don't expect to be offered things, although it would be lovely as one of the results of this, some doors open and people give me the opportunity to audition. Here's the interesting part of all of this: the woman that took the picture, mm-hmm. her name is Karma Lawrence which I think is so funny. Right. Because really? Um, She really regrets it. This is her quote. I don't know why I snuck a picture. I figured everybody does it. I don't know what possessed me. I just did it. I didn't even think about it. It was kind of an impulse, and it was a bad impulse. It wasn't malicious, and that's on my kids, my grandkids, my parents. This is a grandma. Karma. Wow. What are you doing?
5: Yeah. Yeah.
8: I like that she came out and said it was just an impulse and it was a bad one. Yes, absolutely.
9: She's owning it. Yeah. So maybe the next person that decides, oh, hey, look, it's the little girl from Small Wonder. Click. And then posting it. Seriously, what's Vicki doing? I'd like to know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) All right. Hey, you guys, we're joined by a very special gentleman who not only do we love, but Charles, you smell great.
10: Thank you so much.
9: What's that cologne?
10: Oh, it's the best cologne. I never tell my secret away, Oh, you know, oh okay. right. I don't want anybody to smell like me. Charles Charles you you got to keep it funky and juicy. Yes. Right. right. So that's what you're famous for, yeah. Charles. I agree. Right. Oh,
2: yeah. Charles Conner, you have heard on our show uh, numerous times over the past uh, 15 years or more that we've been in this building. And uh, today is your last day working here at K-Rock.
10: Yes. Yeah, but I had a good time working, man, here because, you know, I've been here 45 years and six months. I'm sorry. You weren't even born then. You've been and here. This what? building, you've been here 45 and a half years. So long before you ever 45 yeah, yeah. years. Uh, yeah, Kay Eaton was here and. And uh, a couple other stations. Wow. Okay. And a, a lot of owners was on this. You know, yeah. Station. yeah.
2: So you've been standing out front of yep. this building running security yep. for 45 and a half years. I mean, years but define so.
10: running security. You don't <laughs> yeah, know yeah, much. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How does that feel on your last day of work as well, you head into retirement?
10: Well, it feels you guys. just like family, my daytime family everything. But mm-hmm. I've accomplished a lot since I've been there because, you know, when I was traveling around, rural, I traveled and by about 22 years around, to around the world with mm-hmm. some of the greatest understand little Richard. Jackie, Will, Sam Cooke, Jan Brown, all those cats, you know, and everything like that. Charles
8: played drums for yeah. all of those people that you just named. Yeah,
10: yes, like I'm that. a drummer. Yeah, I'm a Little Richard, original drummer. And what happened was uh, this job, you know, let me tell you something about musicians. I don't mm-hmm. know if a lot of people don't, you know, admit it or not, musician. Once you had played with some of the greatest entertainers that ever walked the face of the earth, like Little Richard, Jan Brown, Jackie, Will, Sam Cooke, where else do you go? And then I thought about when I, when I joined Little Richard uh, back there in 1953 in Nashville, Tennessee, I was homeless. Wow. Wow. I, was, I wasn't staying on neutral ground, nothing like that big for money. I was walking down the street. Mister, could you lend me 15 cents until I get my next I day. I did set? not know that. Sleeping in the old car and, and stuff like that, you know. And after I got that break with Little Richard, I said, I will never, I will never be hungry and broke again. And what happened, and when the music business got slow, uh, up, up in the 70s and everything, you had to rock and roll and went down a mm-hmm. bit, and what happened was I say, I'm going to get me a day job because after you play with a lot of entertainers, powerful guys, man, you go through the airport, people pray like a king and all that kind of stuff, man, and live a privileged life. You say, what can I do? I say, I know what I'm going to do after. I'm going to get me a day job. I say, all I have is a high school education. I'm going to get me a day job. And I'm going to still play music, and I'm going to still do recording. You know, because I wrote two or three books over there. Right, book to, you yes. Know, books and everything. Excellent biographies. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, in other words, that's what you attribute your work ethic to, is you remember where you came from. and You that's said, I'm right. going to get myself a steady job, right. and I'm going to take it seriously and I'm going to write it to the end, and that's what you've done, and you're finally here on your last day. So will you get the opportunity to spend more time on your music now that you won't oh, be yes. showing at like tra- tra-
10: Yeah, I'm going a, I'm a to travel. Uh, I'm going to New York because that's where we started in New York at the Apollo day, the Brooklyn Paramount. Brooklyn, Par- Brooklyn Paramount is no longer there. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to uh, New Orleans. We shot in New Orleans last year this time. My, I'm working on my documentary. You want to stay at uh, Bean's house? Sure. Charles <laughs> is always walking Man, to You know yeah, that. Being in the Garden District, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so
2: Charles, we're going to run up against against the clock here. But the reason we wanted to have you in is uh, obviously to say uh, congratulations. And just to say, I hope that we continue to have the opportunity to run into you, see you every once in a while. I hope you'll keep in touch with us because you have been such an amazing ambassador for K-Rock and the other radio stations in this building the entire time you've been here. You are the friendliest face that people ever want to see. And when they show up at the building, you give them such a smile with such a good impression. You're and so it just, kind. It means so much to all of us that work here. And I want you to know how much we appreciate every minute that you've spent out there in front of this
10: building. I'm serious, my friend. Thank you so much. Very kind. Of you guys just like family and everything. Yeah, I'm going to still do my, like. you know, I mean, I still have my band and everything. Sure. I used to play a lot of the uh, car show for, for, for Carrie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and well, keep doing it, man. So, yeah, done, keep yeah, doing it. Take done, care yeah. of
2: yourself. Stay healthy. Keep right. doing what you enjoy. But I'm just asking you to keep in touch with us and let us know we'll how you're do. doing Well, okay? you got
10: my website and my email and all that. I'm doing a lot of stuff, and I'm interviewing a lot of other great drummers, too. And, stuff and like thank that. you, by the way, for all of the conversations you've had with me. Oh yeah, an definitely. Hour, well, I appreciate it. An mm-hmm. hour
8: and a half we would stand there and talk. <laughs> but if you I don't I mean, he's an amazing amazing person. If he you is. don't
10: share, you lose. You got to share your experience with people. That's right. So let's up, give it up for guys. our friend love Charles
2: Conner ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Here he is. His last day here at uh, K-Rock. Have a happy retirement
10: and keep in touch, all right, sir? Love you. all. All love right, love you, you too, Charles. Right? Keep it funky Thanks. and Juicy. There you go. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you.
9: (laughs) Some birthdays for you. Roger Waters, Michael Winslow, Idris Elba, Macy Gray, and Rosie Perez. And that's what's happening. Thanks,
8: (laughs) Allie. On your drive home today, listen to a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, random active help bonus from the SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean Show, a brand-new Internet roundup. Um, Paul McCartney said he saw God on drugs. Oh. Why was God on drugs? No. Uh, Paul McCartney was on drugs. Okay. And said he saw God. Ah, How did that bear even get into my pajamas? (laughs) (laughs) So, we're going to ask you what you saw on drugs. Paul, by the way, doesn't think it was the drugs. Uh, God, right? Um. All right. He's like, yeah, I know I was on acid, but I think this is real, (laughs) which is crazy. Uh, Dr. Drew on tomorrow morning's program, keep it 100 in Florence.